<sighs> have to sigh, have to start off with a sigh. <laughs> yeah, it's not it. an episode of House of Mario without you starting off with a sigh. No, you just gotta get the big breather. Oh, here we go. Here's an episode. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario Nintendo 64. I mean, episode 64. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, alongside my host or co-host, Bryce Wynn. Ah, well, we started this one off nicely. We did. Uh, so Bryce, how's your weekend been, dude? Weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 been a weekend. It's been a weekend. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I uh, took it upon myself uh, to finish X finally. Oh, nice. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yes, that's the one on the nice old glossy uh, jet Woo. black Wii U. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Um, it. Uh, I prioritized finishing that over Torna uh, because I was already most of the way through it and I was just like you know what I've been telling myself I'm finishing to finish this shit for ages and you finally so finished it I finally finished it and um, makes me a little bit worried for the future because that game's been out for three years now and that game as far as I'm concerned the whole thing uh, without spoiling anything too harsh it sets up the world mm. but doesn't conclude anything okay so it's it's made in mind for a sequel or DLC or something like that. Uh, DLC obviously never came for the game, and it's not going to now. Um, no. The developers <laughs> have expressed their interest to make a sequel, and they did that this year. But uh, I'm a bit worried that it won't get one, and that would suck if it didn't, because there's a lot of world building there that they did, and for people that are a fan uh, well fans of uh, the predecessor series Xenogears it kind of tickles their fancy a little bit because it's a sci-fi fantasy mm. game in comparison to I mean technically technically the other two Xenoblade games are as well but they don't feel half as sci-fi fantasy as well yeah well they don't look anywhere near as no. sci-fi but like I, I haven't played the games but just judging from the sales figures I, I know being on the Wii U would have obviously hindered this game a lot but just seeing seeing the sales figures uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 sold much better than X do you, do you uh, if, I feel I like I think that's that's way more attributed I think that's way more yeah. attributed to oh yeah definitely the system it was on the system it was yeah. on and the time it was released yeah because a lot of people that picked up X loved X for its revolution on how Xenoblade Chronicles combat was mm. because it gave you a lot more variety, a lot more to work around with the system and much bigger things to fight with much more challenging obstacles to overcome. Uh, but the story was, and this was my point, it, it doesn't really go anywhere. Mm. Can you see them jumping between the two then? Maybe going back to X or you just, they just... I'd, I'd love them to, but at, the, at this point in time, I mean, two's finished now. So that's good. That yeah. means they can start on a new project. But Monolith is actually uh, dwindling. Uh, Monolith uh, Soft or whatever. You yeah, want Monolith Soft, yeah. Um, are dwindling in employees that actually don't have that many. So starting a big ambitious project like X2 might be a bit hard. Are they downsizing to re- restructure no, for no, a no, different no. product or something? No downsizing. They're just they've just gotten smaller over over time. Okay, I guess like. The thing is, is uh, with Xenoblade 2, they, they pumped out as much as they could or whatever and stuff like that. And ever since that's released, they've they've lost a couple of key members from what I understand. Um, and I feel like uh, maybe 
you know, may, maybe down the line we might get X2, and I feel like it's a, re- a requirement at this point. I don't care if it doesn't top off in a trilogy, but the entire thing I had with the story is it, it gets you invested in this world by giving you a bunch of assets that make the world, because, you know, it, it's colonized colonized earthlings going to a completely different planet and trying to make a new home. Um, it, uh, it really sets up the world, but it never goes anywhere with it. Mm. It, it, it kind of, it kind of ties up one possible thing. And then after that, it, it just leaves more questions. The entire ending is a cliffhanger. Like a, a fuck like, that sucks. (laughs) No, like a a beyond a joke cliffhanger. It's, it's, it's like, oh my God, this thing happened and then that conversation cuts there and then you see somebody that you presumed was dead, I guess. He, he's just there. Uh, he wakes up and he's just like, oh my God, he's he's, there, he's alive. Hmm. And then it's like, and then it comes up with the text, this world's story never truly ends. And then that's it. No, literally a cliffhanger. It's literally a cliffhanger. Yeah, there's a lot of cliffs in that game too, so... Ha-ha! Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it just... Yeah, it ends so abruptly and, like, it, it just makes you... And I'd, I've talked to Eric about it before too when we were talking about the spoiler cast. He said that game ends on a cliffhanger and I, and I didn't know how much of a cliffhanger it ends on, but it ends in such a cliffhanger it hurts. Hmm. Um, that's, that's, that's a bit... Like, after... A, like, a game that wants you to put so much of your time into it really needs to reward you sort of at the end did, did you feel like did you feel good at the end on um, okay uh, I feel I felt the the time I felt the best was when I hit that point where I could fly around in my skeleton and explore that world mm, yeah in a, in a mech and like fly above the entire thing and still see all the specklings of like monsters running around on the ground it, like yeah. it's it's techno- it's a technological marvel but it's just uh, when you get to that ending, the ending uh, leaves you wanting. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't feel like that's the end of the game, but it is. That's the last chapter you're done. That's really odd. Yeah, it is really yeah. odd. It's it, they've left it wide open for a sequel. They've expressed their interest in doing it, but they've also expressed that they want to be darker with it and raunchier with it. Oh. So Mass Effect, uh, a la Mass Effect, mm. which would be cool, but whether Nintendo would write up on that or anything like that is another question. Uh, Obviously, you know, minor spoilers as much as possible. Couple of couple of like minor ending spoilers, but for what game the X for X, X yeah. yeah. Like it, at this point, I'm not sure it really matters because I'm not even sure if we're going to get a port. I really want one. Mm. I'll, I'll play it again if we get a port. I think we will eventually. Like like I said a couple of days ago, with uh, these Wii U ports, whether they come next year, the year after, or when the Switch is already been replaced by another console, yeah, they, they might still come eventually. Yeah, like. Th- there, there are a fair few great um, Wii U games, but there's not like there's not a heap left. There's probably ten. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go and count every single Wii U game. No, no, no. no. What, but at, at a rough guess, there's about that left yeah. which you'd want to bring over and switch, and that's one of them. So, you know, you you have three or a couple a year. You'll eventually you'll get there. They'll have to <laughs> get to that game eventually. Yeah, and I mean, I intend to keep playing the game despite the fact it's finished because the world is. Filled with stuff I can do. Hmm. Uh, it, I'm at that point where like I've got to really build my characters up and make them the best they can possibly be to take on the biggest and baddest that they've got there. I've got to get the right skills and do all that stuff. Yeah. And like I'm interested in streaming that process because it's non-spoilery. 
I think that's my biggest thing uh, going into streaming things like that is that if I can get to the end game and it's got an end game, it's not that spoilery. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean, if people are, if people are interested, I'll, I'll I'll stream X. You know, I don't know. I might I might pose the question out there and ask in the Discord if anybody's interested in seeing that game because a lot of people didn't get to touch that game. Yep, go to Ivy Revan. So if you if if you want to see some X streamed on on, on Twitch, yeah, or Discord, if you want to put in your inquiry, <laughs> will, you, will you be the only one streaming it? Probably. <laughs> well, yeah, I only ever seen like the occasional speedrunner or something like that running it. Mm. Um, and I mean the game could be speedrun in four hours if you know your shit. Yeah. So awesome. it, it's not it's not like over oversaturated yeah. or whatever. But I'm I'm just interested in fighting the biggest and baddest that the game has to offer. And there's a lot of that, like, uh, and a lot of interesting, unique monsters that mm. pose a pose a threat to your journey and all that stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd like to do that. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I might do it one day. I think. Yeah, do it. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, if you guys didn't know, we are the Nintendo Podcast, the part of the A Big Collective. <laughs> you didn't even mention that. I didn't. You, you, you ran off of it. So oh, go, go for it, bro. <laughs> go for it, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about some Smash Leagues, Telltale Games closing down. But before that, we've got a furphy here, and we're going to sit down and uh, talk about some of the uh, new stories that came out this week. Yes. And of course, Nintendo Switch Online. I knew that was the third thing there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, the biggest thing of the week. <laughs> NSO. Yes. So, so, it doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? No. No. Nintendo Switch Online, PlayStation Plus, Xbox Xbox Live Gold, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, uh, this first... Uh, topic's a really heartwarming one. Uh, Nintendo gives terminal cancer patient the chance to play Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, this is of courtesy of Nintendo Life. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so Bryce, you've been following this throughout the week. I haven't I been have, following yes. it as closely apart from just an article here and there. But. So, uh, a Twitter user by the name Spooky Woobler uh, has been battling cancer for his fourth time. He's beaten it three times, but Jesus Christ. He's only he's only a young lad. I think he's only about twenty twenty one, maybe. Mm. He's very young and unfortunately this last bout of cancer, he's he's not gonna make his way through it. And that's awful. Uh he's a huge Nintendo fan and he loves Super Smash Brothers and the last thing he wanted fulfilled was the opportunity to play Smash Ultimate before it came out. And um a lot of people campaigned for this fella saying Let's get him the game. Let's get him playing it. And voila, it happened. Two <laughs> Nintendo reps showed at his house. They didn't disclose when they were doing it. They just asked for an address and they just gave him a relative time. And they went over there uh, with a secured console and a secured E3 demo. And they let him, his his uh, his mate and his brother play Smash Ultimate for three hours. So, um, obviously, uh, poor Spooky Woobler, he, uh, he can't get out of bed or anything like that too often. And yeah. so they just plug him up with the TV that he, he put some pictures up on Twitter of him and his brother and his mate playing the game. And honestly, it's, it's just really heartwarming and thank like big, big kudos to Nintendo for not just sweeping it under the rug and you know, doing something like that for him. Obviously, they they pretty much had two security guards on standpoint because that's quite that's quite valuable at this point in time. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you know they they brought it around and they let him play all all he desired, which is well, like a company like Nintendo, 
that you know is is a pure entertainment company. We play these games because they cheer us up, because they make us feel good, because they're fun. If 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 Nintendo was like just ignored it, whatever, like what's the point of you guys even existing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> look, you know, there's the, I I could I could I could probably say like a lot of companies would almost just sweep it under the rug. Um, I don't think I don't think anybody's that heartless, but I think. Uh, due to security measures and stuff like that this is nintendo's biggest game this year obviously you don't want anything to go wrong and you mm. know them them losing the copy of that game for whatever reason um so while they while they did have people there watching over it and doing all that stuff you know just seeing just seeing these three guys all all smiling and playing smash bros is you know it, it's gonna. It's it's really heartwarming because the fellas only got a couple months left, and yeah, he he declined treatment as of July, so he's got about six months. Yeah, and I mean, he, the doctors exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, he look, he declined treatment because this is his this is his fourth time around, and you can only do it so many times. You like, can only do it so many times before it just gets exhausting, and it costs costs people so much money, and he doesn't want to, you know, and it, that's really upsetting, but. I think he's just sort of come to the acceptance that unfortunately this is the way it's going to happen mm. and that that's terrible but I'm glad that Nintendo could put a bit of shed on his life and give him the opportunity to mm. play play uh the game that he might not be able to play but he really wanted to you know that's it's really heartwarming so uh kudos Nintendo that was that's that's brilliant of you Spooky Woobler uh Though you'll never listen to this podcast, I hope that you um, have a smooth ride for the rest of your time, and hopefully that and you will leave this world in peace. Yeah. And how does Ridley play? That's the. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. How how does how do all these characters work, man? <laughs> Help me out. We want to know. <laughs> uh, next up, there was a Fortnite bundled uh, announced for Nintendo uh, Nintendo of America. Uh, so this game it comes with a thousand V bucks and some Fortnite goodies as long as a as well as a standard neon Joy-Con switch. Yeah. Uh, for the same price of a normal bundle, so that's three hundred American over here. Well, I don't think it's coming here, but it is interesting just to bring up just that Fortnite's the biggest game in the world, and PlayStation's had a bundle with them. Now Nintendo's got a bundle with their hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting to see how this goes uh, coming into Christmas time. Well. Look, uh, it's we we talked about it on Dash Culture. It's a really lackluster, it's a really lackluster bundle. You you get it, is, a, yeah. you, you get a unique skin exclusive to that platform. Same way that they did that stupid Samsung Note deal, where you <laughs> got a where you got a Fortnite skin. It was so silly. Like, um, so you know you get an exclusive Nintendo skin, a thousand V bucks, which is about ten bucks apparently. It's not even worth your salt. Like a thousand V bucks won't buy you. Jack, you know, uh, yeah. a legendary skin in Fortnite alone costs one thousand eight hundred V bucks. Yeah, I think like what what you get with it's a bit underwhelming, but it's very underwhelming. But if if you're a kid who has an Xbox and because like a lot of people don't know that Fortnite's on there yet, like like a real little kids, they're playing it. They might be playing it on their laptop or their Xbox or their PlayStation, whatever they might have, and they see this in the shop. They just see a tablet with controls and. Fortnite written on it, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that's what it's for, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's a pretty smart idea because well, they've they've got this alongside Pokemon and Smash, and obviously they're very 
different markets to Fortnite, which is a lot broader appealing sort of at the moment. Well, see, what I think... My issue my issue with this system is... And it's the same one with PlayStation. Uh, with PlayStation, the bundle, uh, it uh, only gives you like a Battle Royale benefits. Yeah, but, true. But Save the World is on PlayStation. Save the World isn't on Switch, but I think it needs to be because you mm. might, might, might as well, right? Yeah, I'd like to play Save the World. It should Switch, just come yeah. with Save the World. <laughs> Like it shouldn't. I, I understand that BR is their main focus. Maybe give them a skin or whatever, but also bundle Save the World in there. Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with Save the World. That it really doesn't make. Obviously, it's just making them nowhere near the amount of money. So they're just oh, no. not worried about it. No, but yeah. th- you know, the more copies you put out there for Save the World, even if you're putting them in a console bundle like that, people may be buying it for BR, but you're still getting revenue copies from Save the World in that yeah. in that instance and save the world has its own, like it's in it's in beta at the moment so um a lot of its uh pay to win schemes are sort of dumbed down right now but that game has yeah. has them kind of things in it before battle royale came out their sort of free to play model was really poor and now in their sort of battle royale mode it's actually quite good yeah yeah it's really so, good yeah. yeah so it it just it it's just a case of like uh you know they they they're really shirking off that main game. I think they should be bundling it with these consoles and selling it like that because I, I think a lot of people would get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Mm. Uh, so you know what, uh, good for marketing. Don't really care otherwise. Oh, yeah, uh, it's just it's just a sticker on the box. You you'll it. find yeah. those <laughs> you'll find those skin codes on eBay for hundreds of dollars. Some stupid crap. Do you know what they are by chance? The uh, skin is it anything like? Oh, it's on the box. It is. That thing on the box is the skin okay. that you're yeah, getting right. from it. And the thousand V bucks or whatever. But you know, people people will you know, people who just want a switch, who just want a neon switch, will get that bundle. If they're not interested in Fortnite, they'll sell the code. The code will sell for a lot of money because it's Nintendo Switch exclusive and you have to buy the console for it. Mm. Much in the way that you have to uh uh get the PlayStation. Get the PlayStation or loan the Samsung note just to get that stupid skin <laughs> like you know um you could sell a Fortnite account with that stuff for hundreds of dollars because i like I, you like, have to spend hundreds <laughs> of dollars to get them like the samsung note thing it just it, it, it's the switch and playstation makes sense as a gaming machine like i want to go and pick it up play Fortnite, have fun yeah but samsung note you're like all right i'm spending a shitload of money each month and i'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be using it for productivity, for emails, for all this. Can you just see um, this Fortnite code? Like, oh, god damn, got to get that phone instead now. <laughs> yeah, need it for Fortnite. Yeah, need it for Fortnite. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's not really a it's not really a thing that's going to draw me in, but it'll catch the, kids, the eyes of children, and that's fine, I guess. So, yeah, marketing, woohoo, good on yous, good well on yous. Yep. Well exactly. <laughs> uh, next up is Super Mario Party. What won't support? Won't, uh, won't be playable in handheld mode. So it'll be available in uh, what's it called the kickstand mode. So you, you can play in the, you can play on the go, but you can't play. It's just Joy Cons attached. Yeah, because it requires motion controls and not just button inputs and analog sticks. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember the story come up when I had uh, the three other guys on a couple of episodes ago, where you can't use the pro controller. And when when I read you can't use the pro controller in Mario Party, I was like, oh yeah, that's okay. The games mm-hmm. that are being used to 
play uh, very motion control heavy and from a game like Mario Party that's what I want I don't want to be just mushing A or no, yeah. ro- rotating an analog stick yeah. but the other guys were really quite upset that you couldn't use the pro controller and I can see their argument because you know you've bought this thing and you want to be playing it but I just feel like the games for Mario Party are just look I'm not even sure if it's just that though like I know that you didn't really have a hand in that hand in that era but back in the day on the N64 when Mario Party was obviously first introduced Mario 2 Mario Party 2 was the shit like it was yeah. the bee's knees um, that game was really popular just standing on its own and you didn't need any gimmicks or anything like that and the mini games were a test of skill and you know regardless of yeah, like, yeah. how you played them sometimes they were a test of luck if you were you know if you were unlucky enough to get the wrong game or whatever but um, it's uh I think that's I think that's what's got most people in general is that like the people that do want like just control mini games old school it, Mario Party are old school yeah. Mario Party fans yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that oh no like, not at all no it's to to the sentiment but it is a party game uh, any any technology that they can possibly use they're going to yeah. force it in there because it's not meant to be competitive it's it's a game of, it's a game of monopoly mm. <laughs> essentially. You collect coins, go around, buy stars. Whoever's got the most stars by the end of it wins. It's it's just whoever steals all the stars at the end wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's just a case of like, um, really, you know, what can you do? It, it's it's got motion controls in it, and you can't avoid those motion controls. You have to deal with them. Mm. It's funny how this is coming out after the pro controller news as well. Yeah. You, you think it, you've. Like, a lot of us didn't put it together. If you can't use the Pro Controller, you can't use the handheld mode at the same time. So, kind of like, why would you be able to use the handheld mode and why would, and not be able to use the Pro Controller or vice versa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm thinking, like, what I'm thinking about also is, like, WarioWare. Like, the, the GameCube WarioWare, where you've just got a controller compared to the, the Wii WarioWare, where you've got the Wii mode. Mm-hmm. I, found, I found it's that much more fun in a party setting. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking here, too, just with... Like you give everyone a Joy-Con and you're, you know, doing whatever uh, mini game it is, mm-hmm. and like if, if it was just put the get, put the uh, Pro Controller or uh, Joy-Con on the side and just you got two buttons and an analog stick, I just personally I don't think that would be as much fun. Look, I'm from and, I'm from an old school vein. Oh, no, but I, I am too. Like th- those games back then, I re- I really enjoy them. But Mario Party has shown over the last at least five years that it's just it's not up to snuff, and I hope. Super Mario Party is going to be the one that changes that. Changes that, and I agree. But like, I think I think a lot of a lot of the problems attributed to Mario Party is forcing gimmicks and not giving the option to play these things without waggle. Mm. Yeah, you know, I feel like they could not be lazy in like because there's a lot of people out there that have one set of Joy Cons and they don't use them more than one that one set. Yeah, because. No offense, no offense to Nintendo or anything. They're they're pretty revolutionary controllers for what they are, but they're not they're not pinnacle perfection. You don't play <laughs> you don't play every game that you possibly have on the system with them. There's no way in hell you could. No, you know the the control sticks are really small for somebody who's got ginormous hands. They're not the most ergonomic controllers to use. So, like a pro controller is almost necessary yeah. if I'm playing anything on a TV screen. I'm not going to play it and like that unless I have it in handheld mode yeah and then I guess that's the thing too like with the Switch even me with the Switch like sometimes if I'm playing Mario Kart I just I'm just using the Joy-Cons separated and I you know, lay back on the couch and I'm playing that way other times I'm using the the uh, the Pro Controller 
Like I I never ever ever use the grip. No, no, because it's, no. Because I hate it, but other people like it compared to having them split. So having having all these options on Switch, you know, we've get, we've grown we've grown accustomed to that now, and I guess a lot of people with the removal of the Pro Controller, which is which is unfortunate, but as I said before, it's just what this game requires. Yeah, yeah. Look, it sucks, but you know, I think it was to be expected. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a cry about it. I'm Mario Party's been pseudo dead for me for a long time yeah uh, i i enjoy them a lot back in the day but uh in my opinion um if i'm playing a party game for me it's WarioWare because yeah it's easier to chuck around a controller it's fast paced there's no risk yeah but we don't have that at the moment i know i know yeah. we don't have that at the moment but mario party doesn't feel that need for me mm. WarioWare changed my opinion on what it what a fun party game is mm. Um, I really love WarioWare yeah. and uh, I really hope that we do see a WarioWare game come to Switch. WarioWare Gold was great and I hope that game outsells expectations. They're like, we need to get a WarioWare game on Switch. I would love that. Yeah. Um, Just uh, the 3DS isn't the biggest party console. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, you know, at least with WarioWare, you could, you know, you could just chuck around a Joy-Con and do stupid things on the screen like you did on the Wii version, like we did yeah. on the Wii version. That mm. was some of the best best part about WarioWare is you could just do these things. Mm. And I'd, I'd absolutely love to do them again. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably give I'll probably give Mario Party a pass unless it just turns out to be like the perfect Mario Party. Uh, yeah, and just leave it. We'll see how it goes because I'm like it. It looks good from Nintendo's marketing at the moment, but it does. Yeah. But also did so to Mario Tennis. Yeah, exactly. Mario Tennis turned out fine as far as mechanics go, but that story mode looked good, and it turned out to be not so good. No, exactly. Yeah. So it's like uh, with Mario Party, I think I will pre-order it. Um, I will get the because uh, if you pre-order it, you get the um, double the amount of coins on the eShop. That's not necessarily why I want to pre-order it, but I'm thinking. Um, We'll, we'll sit down we'll play it over the weekend and then yeah because that, that's the way you play Mario Party right like yeah. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to buy two separate copies because what's the point no well <laughs> there's no online play or anything like that so oh there is but it's not it's not very fleshed out but no no I don't know if you need two copies for that sort of uh, that mode where you use two switches oh probably you probably do yeah <laughs> but I'm not interested in doing that really yeah. either because the switch is my people come over that is the console I turn on the PlayStation the Xbox they stay off. They, they don't get turned on because, you know, it's got God of War, Spider-Man. It's got all these huge games where I'm just... That's that's me time. Yeah, exactly. The, the Switch, that's where I get Jackbox Party Pack. That's where I get Mario Kart. That's where I, you know, obviously going to get stuff like Mario Party, Smash Brothers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. So, yeah, no, I agree. Like, if you do if you do buy it... I will play it if you buy it. You pre-order it or whatever. Yeah, I, um, I, I I'm I just not interested in picking it up myself because I just don't feel... I don't feel it's there for me and I don't feel like you You can have one Mario Party copy comfortably between four people because you know those are the only people you're going to play with anyway it's rare you're ever going to play that game with just computers yeah honestly it, it's way past that era <laughs> no we're we're in an era of online play where we can play things over the internet I get sad sometimes I don't get sad enough to play computers in Mario Party <laughs> no yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah actually I've been not I've been not sad before uh <laughs> before I do <laughs> uh, there's been a new Pokemon supposedly leaked in Pokemon Go well yeah it's not even leaked really it's just become headcanon now it's just in in the game yeah 
so this is uh, courtesy of my Nintendo News. So a Pokemon came out and it was sort of replaced Kecleon's uh, model in Pokemon Go. Apparently, that's what it, it replaced Kecleon's model, but it was labelled as its own unique Pokemon. Yeah. Well, see. Um... So, a brand new Pokemon appears to be of leaked in the forthcoming Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Uh, you can see the Pokemon below, which you can't see because I'm reading this from the news article. Uh, you can find a picture of it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard right now. <laughs> it's it's really it's really quite odd because, like, listen, uh, Jamie Penny, he's uh, put on Twitter, he's actually found one and caught one. Has he caught it? Uh, he caught it and it was a ditto. And it was a ditto. Hmm. So, like, it... I don't know if this is a leak or this is like someone um, at Niantic just like putting like stuffing up and putting a, and putting a, a model s- of nothing out there. Yeah. Look, yeah. I I don't. If this is a new Pokemon, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I question design sometimes, but I question like a honeycomb, a honeycomb put, sitting on top of a silver ditto. Yeah. It's. So. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I I I don't know it. It it's in the same vein as unknown. Like, why do you exist? Mm. Why why do you exist? You and if this is the thing that they were going on about at the end of the Let's Go trailer, it's like you'll meet a very special Pokemon. This doesn't look very special <laughs> to me. This this in the slightest does not look special to me at all. Mm. Is no. that uh, we got a comparison picture here uh, of two different? Is that is that supposed to be a normal model and a shiny model? Uh, yeah, I think so. My think so. God, it's not even interesting in that sense. It's like, hey, look, you've got a yellow honeycomb, and then you've got a slightly darker, br- like darker, like browner, yeah, like a browner. Maybe it, like I would call it like mid-range orange honeycomb, <laughs> and that's it. That's the only thing that's changed about it. It's it's yeah, this. This is just where Pokemon design's gone. Like in our minds, we're like, is this a Pokemon? And they either they either come this out is not a Pokemon. They either come out and they say. Yes, it is a Pokemon. We go. That's a really stupid looking Pokemon, guys. Or they'll say, "No, our code fucked up," and it like combined two random assets together. <laughs> and no, it's not a Pokemon. Like, well, we actually thought it was because Pokemon designs these days are just going everywhere. So. <laughs> Look, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about if this thing is the thing that they were talking about in the trailer, and they're like, "You get to meet a very special Pokemon." Doesn't. No, it doesn't interest me. Well, there's... there's I, a- I thought it would be that stupid thing that they were going to release at the end of the Sun Moon set that they never did. Uh, that's coming out soon, though. The, 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 oh, what was his name? The tiger-looking guy. The tiger thing. <laughs> I can't even don't, I no, can't remember his name. No, neither do I. Because I'm, I'm outside of Pokemon Sun and Moon at the moment. I'm not interested in going back. I'll, yeah. Maybe I will to download Fair. this guy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it was him, no. No. Because if he's that special, he's already in the I guess, older games now. I guess, but this thing isn't... This thing just reminds me of Unknown. Mm. Oh, well. Same baseless, pointless design with no real catch to it. And then they, I don't know, they might come out, they're just like, this thing is actually like the god above Arceus. Well, no, the, uh, god <laughs> is Arceus and this thing no, is no, Jesus the, Christ. <laughs> it just... I don't know. It just—it's not intriguing, and like, I don't know. Unless it's got the, unless it's got the ability to shed, grant, grant me wishes, and it's not Jirachi. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, real wishes, <laughs> real wishes. Yeah, like I rub the rub my phone screen, and it comes out. And it's like you have one wish. I don't know, I, oh, that'd be cool. 
<laughs> Why is that an app yet? <laughs> Such a simple idea. Just rub the screen. Genie in a, genie in a phone app. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I yeah, I don't know. It, it's 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 a really boring design, and just like I've tried to ignore. Well, I I have ignored it. I should say for the last maybe I think it was about anywhere from forty eight to seventy two hours that this thing has been <laughs> floating around. I I yeah, I heard it mentioned. I'm oh, new Pokemon <laughs> leaked. That's awesome. I went and had a look. Come on. What is this? What the hell is this? I just don't care. <laughs> this wasn't a thing I was thinking about. Yeah, and I mean this is this is worries for Gen uh, for the next generation going forward, starting next year, because obviously we've had our problems with Alola, uh, and you know some of, some of the questionable designs in Alola. Yeah, um, but <laughs> yeah, you know uh, this thing is this thing is probably the most questionable Pokemon I've seen come out in recent memory. So. Yeah. Well, not even recent memory of all time. Or just a corrupt data file that happened we, in Pokemon Go. We had, we had a goddamn hedgehog with a flower on its head and we absolutely loved it. Do you know what I'm saying? Shaman was pretty cool. Shaman was pretty cool. I like Shaman, yeah. Exactly. But like it was this pinnacle of simple designs. It was just like, hey, you've got Shaman, a white... Yeah, well, Shaman's Skyform is even cooler. Yeah, but Skyform didn't come out like... Until Platinum, yeah. Exactly. So, but we cared... During Diamond and Pearl, we cared about Shaman. We're just like, when are we going to get Shaman? I mean, that thing's cool. It's a little hedgehog. It's cool. I mean, you could have just done something like that, Nintendo. I don't see why you need to make a amalgamation of Ditto and Banjo-Kazooie life points. Oh, well, Game Freak, uh, get in touch and let us know. Well, yeah, Game Freak, I should probably... Yeah. yeah. Uh, data miners have discovered voice chat icons in Splatoon 2. So this, is, this isn't this is a very, very big uh, news article, but it is hopefully so, uh, showing that Splatoon will get integrated voice chat. And game-by-game game voice chat, too. Yeah, so you can communicate with your communicate with your team, even if you queued up with them randomly. Hopefully, yeah, because that is very important. Because for competitive play, especially, because all all you need is something to be like, you've got the roller. Please paint our base. Don't just run off. <laughs> just yeah. like simple stuff like that, or yeah. even like I'm going into the middle. You cover left. You cover right. Like stuff like that is so important. Oh, absolutely. And like you might be going for trying to level up or whatever, and you might lose a couple of games and lose rank because you just can't communicate. Even if the other players are like excellent players, you just got to keep communicating. No, for sure, absolutely. And I mean, look, I hope it happens, um, but mm. I, I mean, only time will tell. I'm not sure how else to feel about it, honestly. Mm. Um, if we get it, then yay, we don't have to use the app anymore, hopefully, and that would be absolutely fantastic. They won't get rid of the app. They won't get rid of it, but um, I hope that it's not going to be... I don't. I hope it doesn't have to be a requirement. I want them... If they're going to keep the app for... The stupid app for the voice chat, then make it a requirement for parental restriction settings where they have to use the app to do it so that parents can control it or whatever. Yeah, that'd be fine. That I, I don't care about that. You know, that's fine. But so, for, so the parents can give them their phone and run it flat. Exactly. <laughs> but for those of us, for those of us who are grown ass adults, just let us have the voice chat. That's all. That's all I care about. <laughs> give us your voice chat, Nintendo. If Fortnite, if Fortnite can do it, if Paladins, I think Paladins can do it. If not, they will have the option in the future. Then there's no reason that we can't have it in Splatoon. No. There is not. Fortnite is the most played game in the world right now, and it's played by kids as young as five, six years old. For all, for all you know, and you know their voice chatting and all that. And I know there's nothing you can stop that. And you know, 
You can't stop the voice chat. You can't. Nintendo, yeah. give in. You cannot stop the voice chat <laughs> phenomenon. Exactly. Anyway, next All one. Right, so we'll move on to a, a fairly sad story. So tell fairly sad. Fairly sad. It's, no, it's very sad. Uh, Telltale uh, Games, uh, makers of The Walking Dead, Season 1, Season 2, Season 3, Season 4, uh, Batman, like a, like a lot of great Tales games. Born Lands, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy... Yep. Um, so on, so forth. Yep, they've shut their doors earlier this week. Yeah. Which is, um, if you if you're just um a Nintendo fan and you've just played on Nintendo, The Walking Dead season one and season four have just come out on Switch and uh, Minecraft Story Mode has been it was on Wii U and come out very soon after the Switch launch on Switch. Yeah. Um, but these guys are some of my most fa- like favorite developers. Made some of my most favorite stories on like in any video game yeah. the walking dead season one was a real eye-opening moment for me just how a powerful a story can be and how powerful video games as a medium can deliver a story yeah for sure yeah uh there was episode two especially of walking dead season one is one that has stuck with me forever and uh i know i agree <laughs> yeah that there's a moment where you're just in shock horror and you just want to stop stop this certain thing from happening and I, was, I I forgot I was even playing a game I was just running down the stairs to <laughs> burst in and stop it but hearing that these guys have shut up shop like they've been having financial problems and structural problems for a while now but I don't think anyone like saw that foresaw this yeah. yeah that it would be the end yeah <laughs> for a studio that's been around for such a long time look it's it's really upsetting because I agree with you in like how Telltale can tell a story you know uh, Walking Dead I didn't believe the hype until I played Walking Dead Season 1 and Walking Dead Season 1 had me in tears by the end of it mm. I thought it was I thought it was a brilliant game but uh, the thing that I think the thing that just irks me about it is that um, like all the news that's come out surrounding it yeah it's a bit all, all over the place it's, it's not even mm. just about the company closing mm. um, so there was a massive struggle. It's been nearly 24 hours. There's been a massive struggle uh, over getting your information correct and who's who's saying what or whatever. But it seems that the facts are uh, this, and that is um, 250 employees were severed from uh, their jobs with no severance pay at all so they didn't get they didn't get a payout for losing their jobs due to bankruptcy or whatever it may be um so people just rocked up and they said you're fired go home no job no yep. job see ya um they were still hiring two weeks before the closure they were mm. still hiring people to come on and work so people that had that moved for that job quit their previous job quit their previous job there'll be a lot of horror stories that come out of that alone yeah yeah no no warning whatsoever um there was also uh, news on the cancellations we won't be seeing uh stuff that was promised to us like Wolf Among Us season 2 which I personally was really looking forward to I loved the first season the first season was brilliant um you know, we won't see the continuation of anything else that might be coming out uh, along along their series of games. And that includes, and this is the big shock at everyone, um, was the final th- two episodes of The Walking Dead yeah. that, that they were ever going to make. So, 
the second episode of the final season is out next week and it is the last episode they're putting out which means there'll be two episodes unreleased and we've followed the story of Clementine for six years Mm. it is the game that put them on the map so naturally anybody that bought because because of the model that they use you pay for your season pass immediately you get the stories as they come out those stories won't be coming out to everyone anymore and they don't have any money to pay anyone back so people have just bought this and they're not going to get their refunds despite the fact they're only getting half a game and the people that do really care about the story um that has been culminating over all these years Mm. are never going to get their true ending like what makes it really sad like because these games are such powerful stories, like characters like Clementine feel like real people. Yes, and the, absolutely. And, and the fact that people were gearing up to be heartbroken with this season because Clem, like Clementine, like she, people's going to say, if she dies, I'm going to cry. If, no, this this the world they were setting up is getting so dire that like, I haven't played um obviously episode one of season four yet so I don't know what direction yeah. it was going in apart yeah. from uh, Dylan and Paul discussing uh, the opening few minutes but yeah. um, it, it wasn't going to be it wasn't going to be good for Clementine no it wasn't I, d- I don't think it was geared up to be a happy ending no but this is even sadder <laughs> like obviously this is worse this is objectively worse obvi- obviously with real life implications people losing their jobs and like all that real life like crap right yeah but ha- like just just having the series drop look she midway she, she could have died as insert big spoiler here for season one she could have died died the same way as that said person and i still would have at least been fulfilled i would have been heartbroken but carrying on the legacy with you know aj mm. uh and aj doing what she had to do in the past that would still, for me, be an appropriate enough ending to be like, Clementine did her best. Yeah. And she fulfilled Closure. Her... You want closure. Exactly. That's what this season is about. You've been following that little girl since she was six. She's like 16 now. Yeah. You know? she's She's been through this apocalyptic world where it, like the world just gets more dire for the last decade of her own life. With like And six, six years of ours. Yeah. No so... Doubt. It's from like the year I finished high school. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not we're not going to see that, and that's that's absolutely awful. Mm. Um, I think, and you know what? Like that aside, you know, the Wolf Among Us and everything that I was also excited for. The thing that really the thing that really gets me right. Um, they say they're closing, and that is true to a degree, but um, they are not fully closing. What is happening is they're remaining with a skeleton crew of 25 people. Just 25. And it's not to fulfill the rest of The Walking Dead, which this is where the confusion comes in because a lot of people saying that's what the last 25 are going to do. Um, yeah, there's been... But no, that's not the case. been conflicting reports 100%, everywhere. 100% yeah. conflicting reports, but um, it has been talked about by employees that... It, the Walking Dead will not be finished by that skeleton, skeleton, uh, skeleton crew. Skellington. Skellington. Jack Skellington. Um, <laughs> it, it will not be finished by that skeleton crew. What the skeleton crew is remaining around for is the Minecraft Story Mode Netflix series. Mm. Which I... 
I don't give a shit about, and I can imagine a lot of people don't give a shit about that put their money on The Walking Dead, but don't they don't have to put money on Minecraft Story Mode. They pay their Netflix subscription. It's there for free. Yeah. Now, I'm in the same... I have not bought the final season yet, but I am in the same boat in saying that I would be very angry about it. At the same time, I don't think... I don't think anybody should be asking and issuing for a refund just yet. Yeah. Look, yeah. There are there are a lot of employees there that the 250 employees spanning from jobs there since the company opened to 2 weeks before it was closed that didn't receive a single ounce of severance pay. Any chance that they're going to get any sort of benefit from their company is going to go completely out the window if you start refunding now. And I think if yeah. if anybody deserves the money at the moment, it's those poor people that just got laid off out of nowhere. Hmm. So, like, you, you don't need your $30 back just yet. If they don't deliver those extra two episodes... Um, hold hope, on to it for now. I hope a refund would be coming down the pipeline, but... It it is a it is a tricky situation too because should you get refunded thirty dollars or you know thirty five dollars uh, Australian yeah or should you get refunded half that because you got two episodes it's kind of a no I I'd, I'd expect a full refund yeah look if you you were delivering a promise to finish finish have a finished product out that you paid for and that is the agreement that you've come upon mm. when buying a game like this and that's the slippery slope with these type of season passes or yeah type of uh, models too like a lot of the time you you don't think about it because they're big companies and whatever but I'm, I'm sure I'm sure people never thought about this happening to Telltale either when you know they, they initially bought their season pass yeah thanks man Oh, you want a beer? Yes, please. I'll go and get it for you. <laughs> well, you're on that side of the desk. I thought I was about to say something, then. <laughs> I'm still bartending, apparently. Here you go. Yeah, man. thanks, man. You're right. I barely drank one. Just necked it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't know. Just Tell you what, these, these furfies, <laughs> they go down so well. I'm not usually an ale drinker, but, yeah, but these, are, these are really nice. Yeah, furfies are nice. I had, I had them on the weekend. We had, uh, I had my soccer presentations. Mm-hmm. Well, not, not, not our club soccer presentations, but I went to the league's soccer presentations. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's the first time I was invited there. I didn't know really what to expect. And uh, I got a lift down with a mate and got a six-pack of furfy and drank. I think I, I, had, I, had, I had a couple and shared another two blokes a couple. And when we got there, they had furfy on the tap. And I'm like, God damn, I'll get some more furfy. <laughs> and and you, you know when you've made it right, when you're, you're at a pub that serves a glass which is fit enough to wrap your fingers around and it's tall enough to like be longer than your neck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Yeah. It's really weird. It was like a real tall, thin glass. I'm like, this is a weird beer drinking glass. <laughs> but anyway... Back to Telltale. Tate Telltale. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it is it is a, a like a weird position to be in when you're expecting the content and it just won't come. Like like people who lost their jobs aside, that that there are people up the top somewhere of this company that could have or should have foreseen this happening and gave a lot more warning and made the made the proper precautionary measures. Mm. Because like a while back, they made they made uh, measures like they cut back on a few projects and um, 
stuff like that. So, yeah. Now, it's sad because I was going I was going to buy this. I play these games but over a week. I play each episode like one yeah, you a wait night for it to finish and then So, yeah. I wasn't interested in pl- like playing episode 1 and wait a couple of months, play episode 2, wait a month. I'm not into that. I'll just buy no. it when it's out. Yeah. So, yeah, no, this is really sad. This sucks. And like uh this this game as well also was popular in terms of the online spectrum as well, not just not just people that were interested in playing a Walking Dead game because at the time it came out, Walking Dead was a massive boom. Yeah. Like, because the AMC series just was, like, just getting into full force and all that stuff. Um, but it was also a ma- big, big major stop in terms of, like, online content creators' rooms as well. You know, uh, PewDiePie was an example of that. He launched off this game really hard as well. Um mm-hmm. Pretty sure Jack Septicai did it as well. He played the game. Also oh, it's heaps of YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. one of the biggest games that year. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, so 2012. I remember IGN was choosing between this and was it Journey that year? So for game of the year. Yeah, and Journey ended up winning, but that was only because of um, Telltale's sort of wonky engine, which <laughs> which was forgivable back then. But yep. I think in, in the end, a lot of this led like. A lot of this was led by Telltale's sort of inability to improve on its engine and not be as reliable as it should be. Absolutely. Their, their storytelling in video games was second to none. Like, whether you like the sort of watching it and interacting with it um, more so than like watching it just a TV series is up to you. But personally, I really like it just sitting back and doing a little bit of stuff and mm-hmm. sort of observing and making decisions, which... Uh, get implemented in, into the gameplay but like a lot a lot of the times the the engine just crashed like um the batman um on i played it on playstation but uh episodes one two three they're fine then i get got to four and five and by the time i got to five it was just like jittery buggy mess yeah, yeah. It, it was it was awful it took me out of the first hour of the game yeah for sure yeah and i feel like a lot of people sort of you know like stepped back a bit and said alright I'll wait until there's a patch I'll wait until there's reviews and yeah. I feel like if they really put more money into their infrastructure rather than just uh, putting more projects bigger names bigger brand names like they did their Guardians of the Galaxy and that and I dare say a lot of these things didn't come cheap so yeah um, yeah well I hope everyone who lost their jobs finds a job quick, smart. And- well, that's the other, that's the last thing that I need to touch on about. I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are a lot of companies that are actually put their stuff out there, uh, like Ubisoft and EA and even Player Unknown said something, uh, all offering their hand out for these talented developers that are now <laughs> out of, stricken out of a job. Um They've all put out their application websites out there on Twitter and made it known that anybody that was working for Telltale, if they were looking for a new job, then they should apply for the companies, respective yeah. companies, and come get an interview and see if they can slot you in somewhere. And yeah. that's that's brilliant. I'm really glad to see that um, there's a bunch of companies putting their hands up and saying what was done to you was not correct and you deserve better than that. Yeah, here is here is an opportunity to 
get yourself a new job and hopefully we can take care of you. And that's great. That's yeah. fantastic. The video game industry seems to be quite good at doing that because I guess a lot of developers are used to sort of, um, once a game finishes, people get laid off. They get yeah. the, the studio restructures for like people who are in a certain expertise for that certain game they're aiming to make next. And yeah. So, yeah. Because uh, Capcom Vancouver shut down this week as well. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Which is, you know, also sucks. Yeah, of course. And like, ha- like with that many people sort of looking for jobs in the same industry, it's going to be. Oh, of- it's going to be harsh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, I mean, this, at least within Capcom, Capcom in Vancouver would have had severance pay cut. Like, you know, for people going out and stuff like that. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> the only benefit that came out of the Telltale thing is that they keep the health insurance for another week. Another week. Another week. That's yeah. it. That's it. So it's it's absolutely awful. And look, you know what? If if any of you Telltale guys end up chasing, the... I feel a bit off from a job. No, 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 no. <laughs> if any of you Telltale guys end up chasing the um, offers that go out on Twitter, I wish you all the best of luck. And absolutely, absolutely, get on that. Um, and as for the people that bought The Walking Dead, I'm sorry. Yeah, you've been a part of my favorite, some of my favorite games. So yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, bottom of my heart, honestly. Yeah. Alright, Bryce, let's move on to some Super Smash Brothers leaks that oh, got leaked earlier this week. Jesus! Alright, here we go. Whoa! What's, <laughs> what's your reaction to I that? I don't know, because I'd almost, I'd almost completely... Oh, Dash tagged me in a photo in the Austro- Australasian podcast. Thanks, Dash. Um, Dash? So I'm just opening up, opening up my phone here, and look, I wanted to talk about this. You didn't know about this until today. I didn't know. Uh, you only knew about what was the Ken Masters leak, which... It's questionable. There's a screenshot of it if you want to Google that. Um, but like, just just on the Ken subject because Ken's obviously a huge character. Which obviously, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. Which we're like, I think we're expecting pretty much as an echo to Ryu. I think so. Yeah. The screenshot that was leaked, it looks doesn't look legit to me. It kind of looks doctored. Yeah. Yeah, and people can actually make fantastic looking Smash leaks. So even if it did look alright, don't even don't even base your opinion off of the no 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 no. it's it's almost as unreliable as a text leak yeah because you can prove a picture wrong faster than you can can you then you can prove a text leak incorrect yeah but i i think i think ken is pretty sure like surely in the game anyway oh yeah yeah just he's an easier one to fit in there just of ryu ryu like he's a clone of ryu from street fighter he can be a clone of ryu from in Smash Brothers as well, and yeah, for sure, yeah. Anyway, Bryce, what what do you got there? So we come back from Smash Boards again after that big leak thing that we had on the direct. So as most of you know, a lot of that direct was just bullshit. It was. <laughs> it really was, wasn't it? It really was. Um, there made, were there were things in it that were legitimate. They made the online service sound good. They made the online service sound much better than it actually is, and we'll quickly <laughs> touch on that before we leave today. Yeah, off. We'll, we'll be um, talking about the online service next. Very briefly. Very briefly, because honestly, what else is... <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is, exactly. Yeah. So, um, there was a leak uh, by somebody on Smashboards who had leaked the entire roster of characters, stages, assist trophies, and Pokemon. Um, somebody went through the list and picked out the stuff that we haven't heard about yet and compiled it into a list on 4chan... Just to just so we don't have to read through the bullshit of saying like well, Mario's in the game, really? Oh. No, never would have known. Is he? Yes. yes. 
Cool. Go on. I wasn't expecting to say <laughs> just just bewilderment. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to read through it in its entirety very quickly. Um, so just before I start, uh, grain of salt. This is a leak based on a Prima guide or an editor who was doing work on the Prima guide. Um, honestly, uh, you will you would have heard a lot of the news coming out about Minecraft Steve and like all that being in Smash Bros. This is segmented from this leak, mm. and it's it's honestly the dumbest thing. And I wanted to clarify it on the show because it's the most illegitimate sounding thing ever. I'm going to run through it. I'm going to make notable mentions of things that are just bull. So when you hear me say bull, you know it's you. you I'll I'll touch on it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So. Post goes as, Earlier yesterday, a user on Smashboards who seems to be connected to Prima claims to have seen the guide of uh, guide for Smash Bros. Ultimate and found out the new characters. Uh, hyperlink for the Smashboards thread. <laughs> Today, Prima revealed their new guide. It could be just a coincidence, of course, but here's what we're getting if it's true. Characters, Black Knight, Echo. So, I think that's from F-Zero. Mm-hmm. Black Shadow, Echo, couldn't tell you. No. Uh, Dixie Kong, Gino, Incineroar, Ken, Echo, so relying to the picture. Mark Rider, Shadow, Echo, Shadow, Sonic. Mm-hmm. Steve from Minecraft. <laughs> Steve. And Vault Boy from Fallout. Oh, yeah. Stages, Helios 1, Mark Rider, Overworld, Pac Maze, and Poker Floats 2. Assist Trophies. Nine Volts, Captain Rainbow, Champions of Hyrule, Creeper, Fawful, GB, Klonoa, Rabbids, Shantae, Solaire of Astora, Tails, Toadsworth, Travis, Touchdown, and Wii Remote Safety Instructor. <laughs> and that's a, <laughs> that's a meme on its own. Pokemon, Alolan, Geodude, Blaziken, Cosmog, Decidueye, Diglett, Fletchling, Hitmonchan, Lycanroc, Necrozma, Nihilego, Skitty, Solrock, Tapu Fini, and Tapu Coco. Um, okay, so I'm going to pick out the things that would just be, that just completely illegitimize things, this thing for me. Okay. Mark Ryder, don't know why. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea why. I see no demand for Mark Ryder at all. Uh, going down that list uh, still Shadow that's I think that's a given people want Shadow people, people want Shadow, want shadow. Yeah. Um, Steve from Minecraft load of shit <laughs> Minecraft did not come into, Ninten- into uh, onto Nintendo con- consoles until late I understand he's a very prominent character in inside gaming communities or whatever but he's but, just not fit for it I don't know like I don't think the character is that prominent. I think the game is Minecraft is. No, no, no. Minecraft Steve has his own prominence, but oh. he's he's just. He's just... If you're gonna pick anything from Minecraft, you pick Minecraft Steve, like the most <laughs> generic avatar you could possibly think of. And I know people are gonna be like, "Well, oh, Bryce, villages like that as well," and that's why Villager has. And yes, I agree. But I'm sorry. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you would put that in Smash and not feel like it was just some real fan-made garbage. Yeah, well, like I, I have faith with um, like what Sakurai put in there. He'll he'll be able, like him and the team will be able to make any, I, anything interesting. I, I dare say. I just think it's the blandest idea I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Like I personally, 
Like I, I've never been a Minecraft fan necessarily, but I, I liked Minecraft. Yeah, I, lo- I like Minecraft as well. But... I thought it was great. I loved I loved building worlds when it came out and stuff like that. I used to have like one night a week where I had a mate over and we'd just play three or four hours of Minecraft, building on our own personal world. Yeah, on Xbox when it came out on that, and it was great. And like I'm, I've never really had anything against Minecraft. Again, it's a dead meme at this point in terms of like kids playing Minecraft. I think everybody can enjoy Minecraft to agree to a degree. But Minecraft, Steve and Smash. Come on, <laughs> come on! Uh, the and then after that, immediately Vault Boy, Vault Boy from Fallout, from Fallout, from Fallout. Yeah, we've had one Fallout game on a Nintendo console, and that was recent Fallout Shelter, right? That's the free to play one, yeah. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, Bethesda's been in talks with Sakurai about Smash or something," and I'm just like, "What makes you think that gives, that's going to give them grounds to put Vault Boy in Smash?" Mm. Yeah, it's Todd Howard exchanged a couple words with Sakurai, and all of a sudden, Vault Boys and Smash. Just with how fussy he's like, they've been with adding characters to Smash. Like char- characters would have come out of left field, like Cloud and um, even like Bayonetta. Yeah. Well, Bayonetta's not so much a left field with Nintendo's relationship with them, but like Cloud, like people really wanted Cloud. Cloud's an iconic Nintendo character, not not, not iconic character, not Nintendo character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. At least his series had, like, real history with Nintendo as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. And, like, obviously, yeah, Cloud was one of the most popular characters in that series, so that's why... That's why he's that's, in there. That's why Cloud was asked for. If if it, if it were Final... If Final Fantasy Four ended up being the most popular game in Final Fantasy series, then Kane would have been the character, or Cecil would have been the character. It just so happens that... The one game that actually was supposed to be on N64, mind you, but because the cartridge system... Had to be the size of a house. Had, <laughs> it had to be the size of the house to actually work on the console. They had to move Final Fantasy VII to PS1. And they did do that. So, you know, it's it's not like Cloud was never, ever going to be on a Nintendo console. He actually was going to be at some point, but it never turned out. Anyway, um, you're right. He has his... Like, his series has history. Yeah. Fallout has had... Bethesda has had barely any history with the Nintendo console up until now. Just the last couple of years on the Switch, yeah. Exactly. And, and it, all of a sudden, Todd Howard wants a, wants a character in Smash. You think they're going to grant him that? Yeah, no. Come on. Yeah, like... like I would hope they'll come to some middle ground and be like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, you know, Skyrim's a huge, a huge, like, by far your biggest franchise. Um, Elder Scrolls, yeah. Well, a- a- even Skyrim is pretty much overtaken Elder Scrolls at this point people know the Skyrim name whereas they might not necessarily meet well true yeah yeah, you know what I mean and I feel like a character from that or even Doom like (laughs) because you know Doom Doom runs way back as well it's it's got one yeah that's it it's got one of my favourite quotes in this thread actually no Doom guy no Doom buy (laughs) (laughs) it's great so yeah this 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 leak, like everything you said, it's like, well, like, all right. <laughs> it's not even just that, but like going down the stages, it's like Mark Ryder stage. I mean, I guess it could be a thing. Um, uh, what the hell is Overworld? I don't even. Uh, Pac Maze. Overworld from like the Mario series or something? Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Um, uh, Pac Maze was the 3DS, 3DS stage. Mm. So that's possible. Poker Floats 2. I don't know why you'd want to make a second Poker Floats, but sure, I guess. But going down the list, you know, there, there's a couple more things. Creeper is in there. By God, stop with the Minecraft. Um, 
Klonoa is in there. Klonoa was a character from an exclusive PS1 game. Yeah. But he, um, I actually remembered he's he's had games on Game Boy Advance and DS and Wii. So, he like the pe- not, not the PS1 era, but he did come over. Yeah, but was he ever popular past his PS1 debut? <laughs> he wasn't popular, but his, his games have always been... Really, quite well regarded. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't played them, so I, I couldn't tell you from personal experience. But. Okay. Well, let's let's just assume that Klonoa is in there. Okay, maybe it's plausible. His design is plausible enough that he could be in there. Um, but then you move down a little bit further, and you've got Solaire of Astora. Don't know who that is. Dark Soul. It, it, it's oh, it's praise okay. the sun guy. Okay. It, Dark Souls isn't even out on the console yet. It's Dark Souls has had no relevance to Nintendo up until now. Sure, they gave him an amiibo, but I think that's got more of a company backing than, hey, put him in Smash. I just... I don't think Solaire's going to be in there. If he's in there as an assist trophy, great. And that's what I said to you earlier about these assist trophies. If they're in there as assist trophies, I don't care. Assist trophies are just like, hey, look, we put this in there as a reference to... Nice little nods, yeah. Exactly. And that's fine. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um... But they also had uh, Wii, Remote, Wii Remote Safety Instructor, which is an old meme from friggin' 2008. That'd be an odd one to put in. It'd be an odd one. There's Wii Fit... There's, like, fine, there's Wii Fit Trainer from Wii Fit. Then there's just like... Somebody twisting around and knocking vases over. The, the graphic from every Wii game. Boot up, yeah. Uh, just, put, just, just put the bloody PlayStation symbol in their way. Or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just... There's... It, it only takes those... And, you know, as as I read through this thread, which was, like, you know, on on 4chan. So, 4chan's, like, the place you don't want to go if you ever want to have a... Good non- conversation, yeah. Yeah, if you ever want to have a good conversation, you don't go to... You don't go to 4chan. Um, but, like, the comments scrolling down, there's a lot of people that are just like, you'd have to be brain dead to believe this is real, simply, simply based on Steve from Minecraft and... Freaking Vault Boy from yeah. I mean, um, I, I can I can believe Minecraft. I can't believe Vault Boy. I can't believe either of them. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I look. Minecraft is crazy popular, but if if you're going to ask Microsoft for anything, Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, I know what your answer is going to be. Yeah, it's. <laughs> no, it's, you, no it's actually got history with the Nintendo console, and I'm, I'm sorry, but Minecraft is. Dying out in relevance. It's not half as popular popular as what it used to be. And I know that Minecraft Steve's a very valuable, very val- uh, valuable character asset now because of you know, what Minecraft had become eventually. Yeah. But he, I could not imagine anybody playing Minecraft Steve on Switch uh, on on Smash Bros on Switch and it looking good. Just his animation, like you can't. He's, yeah. He, yeah. It'd be interesting though if if he did get announced. I'd be like, all right, what what have you done? What have you done to Minecraft, Steve, to make this to make this appealing? Appealing, yeah. Because uh, like I'll I'll play any Smash character that's fun to play and whatever. Like, so that's fun. But yeah, what can you do to Minecraft, Steve? Mm-hmm. So, so the it, reason the reason I brought it up mm-hmm. is that we had a like. Metadox brought it up in the Discord today, and the reason uh, I had to bring it up is because this this is actually segmented into many different mini rumors, yeah, and leaks yeah. where people are just like Minecraft Steve's going to be in Switch, but they didn't read the rest of it. They only got like Minecraft Steve's going to be in Switch, or hey, look, there were some really cool costumes that leaked that looked very legitimate, like Meta Ridley and stuff like that, and that looked really cool. 
and I can 100% believe them, they look like legitimate arts. But stuff like baseless, baseless things like, hey, Minecraft Steve, proof tomorrow, lol. <laughs> proof tomorrow, lol. Like, it's it's silly. You read the full, you read the full leak where that actually come from, the original leak, and it's just full of contradictory crap. Mm. It, it's just, it only takes one or two things in a list like that to go, that's ridiculous. And the worst part, like, the worst part about it is, is it's, it's just, we've already got so many characters already. These characters are ones that they haven't announced, providing that they're real. You've got two, four, six, eight, ten. Apparently ten more characters. Do you think there's going to be ten more characters? No. I don't think there's going to no. be ten more characters. <laughs> no, definitely not. I th- I think... I don't think... I'm not even sure there's going to be any more Echoes, let alone 10 more characters. Hmm. I think we might see one or two original characters, maybe one more Echo. I think we'll see a fair few more Echoes. Like We've got at least, like like I said before, I'm pretty, it's a shoe-in, I think we'll get Ken. We'll get we'll probably get Shadow for Sonic. Um, I think we'll see a, a decent amount of uh, Echoes, hopefully. I'm probably... I'm thinking about four more characters... Like original characters. Well, I think that's about. I think that's about the uh, limit too, and that that's a good spacing between then and now until launch as well for them to sort of lick them out. Look, I just that there, there's so many characters that I would want in that game, and there's so many characters that people from that the Smash community would want in that game. Mm. But if you were to put Vault Boy and Minecraft Steve. In Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> you put it that way. <laughs> you get enough outrage from the community about not putting Ridley in there for years, and Ridley, Ridley is a Nintendo character that's been existent since what nineteen eighty eight, I think. The original Metroid, Batman. Yeah, that's a long time, and he only just got in there, <laughs> and he's the main enemy of that entire series. It took so long for Samus to get. Well, to, for Metroid to get another series representation in there, and the first thing they came up with was Zero Suit Samus. It was another form of Samus. They didn't put Ridley in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, after all that, <sighs> just Vault Boy. It's like, all right, Vault Boy. Thanks. Where's Where's my banjo? Or you know, I think people would rather chorus men over that. Yeah. Because like, what Nintendo like to do also is like have. Have you be able to go? Oh, I like this character. I want to go and play his game now. And even with something like Banjo Kazooie, at least you can go back and play the N sixty four. Play an N sixty four. Like I know it doesn't make them money at the time, but eat like or Cloud. You can go. Oh well, I'll play another Final Fantasy game <laughs> before Seven's out on Switch. Look, I just think you know uh, the thing that confuses me about Minecraft Steve is Phil Spencer's talked about it before. He's talked about Smash before, and he's like, I'd love to see Banjo in Smash. Yeah. And this was after they acquired Minecraft, which was the biggest game in the world at the time. He's like, I'd love to see Banjo in Smash. What? I, I don't... I don't... I don't get the logic. Where, like, Microsoft's not that much of a shill company that they're going to request Minecraft Steve over Banjo in there, I don't think. No. Or at least it wouldn't fly by Phil Spencer, because Phil Spencer wants to see Banjo in the game. Hmm. Oh, from an executive decision, we're we're gonna suggest to Sakurai put Minecraft Steve in the game. Why, <laughs> Steve? 
Put Steve from Minecraft in Smash. Steve, he's a lad. He's a lad. Look, I, I don't think it's going to happen. No, that's, I don't that's, know. Either. That's the end and all of it. Um, um, so if <laughs> when Minecraft Steve is announced for Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, you can send your tweets at Ivy Revan. <laughs> if Minecraft, if Minecraft Steve is announced for that game, I'm. You said you're going to eat your foot. I will eat my foot. All right. uh, I'm also going to go under the game code. I'm going to remove him from my roster. Well, wow. as well as Vault Boy. Wow, it. wow, you, that against him. Wow, all right. I do not. I don't. I'm going to hack your game. If 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 he ends up in that roster over something that's way more desired, this is this sucks for me because I'm starting to sound like those you are begging Ridley. You fans. are. You are. Yeah. I am, but it's it's getting down to the wire here. You're granting everybody's <laughs> wishes, and you're gonna. <laughs> You're going to cut out everybody else's wishes to put Minecraft Steve and no. Vault Boy in there. It's not going to happen. Don't worry about it. It better not. I swear to God. Especially not Vault Boy. Like, I, I, I honestly... Well, no. I honestly think that's a load of shit. But it, it just makes me mad that people are going to go out and put all this shit out there. And then, it, again, it gets segmented into smaller rumors and then goes and gets pushed out there. And then people are like, oh, I heard this rumor. And it's like, actually, it just come from a long list of bullshit. Bullshit. There is nothing, nothing truthful about it. All right. All right, Bryce, let's move on to our thoughts on Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, Earlier this week, it came out. We've had about five days with it just to uh, try it out a little bit. I haven't tried it out like a huge amount, but I've tried it out enough to be like, all right, I've got my thoughts on it. Um. I guess I guess the biggest thing, obviously, is this uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online feature, where you can play NES games online together. Um, I we actually we uh, our first impressions we actually streamed on my Twitch channel, uh, Twitch.tv slash iDruby, and I was actually really um, I was actually quite pres- uh, present <laughs> presently. Uh, I, I was impressed with the. Uh, with uh, the online offering, to be honest, yeah, um, just playing NES games, you know, didn't really get my tail feathers up much. But being able to just sit back and play with a bit of voice chat and play NES games together, whether even if it was just watching you play The Legend of Zelda or actually getting <laughs> to play two player with Doctor Mario, I thought it's really neat. Yeah, it is neat. Yeah, because sure. like a lot of people enjoy just sitting back watching a Twitch streamer, maybe writing in the chat, getting a reply, but actually just like watching watching you play Zelda and just talking to you like you know like with kids again basically sitting in front of the TV just yeah, having yeah. fun I think I think it's really really quite impressive and I, I want to see more stuff like that for you know more Nintendo consoles I'll love, I'll love like another app which is SNES another app that is Nintendo 64 and it's I think it's SNES and Nintendo 64 where that becomes really interesting yeah like when you when you get into Super Mario Kart, when you especially Nintendo sixty four, you can play. You know, obviously Mario Mario sixty four. You can sit back, watch it, take swap controllers online, play Mario Kart sixty four. Just the way the system's built, like it's got a lot of potential. Yeah, definitely. Um, but whether whether they're going to implement it to other consoles is what worries me. Mm, at at this time, it doesn't look like they've. They haven't thought ahead. No. no. I haven't thought ahead, but I, I, I swear to God, I really hope. I really hope because it is, it is real seamless. You know, it does actually feel like you're playing like one on one, like 
on connection speed and everything like that. Mm. There's no lag between systems. Because you were actually at my place on the internet playing and you were using my TV as, as your, the screen as the screen while you were playing on your Switch. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't docked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that that was... And it was one-to-one. Yeah. It was one-to-one. It was really impressive. And I was like, I really hope that they can do something like that with the SNES, like with SNES games and N64 and stuff like that and just slowly build their way up. Mm. I just... There's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential. Yeah. Like, I really... Yeah. I'll, like, I would pay... I'd pay what I play for PlayStation Plus if they introduce probably their consoles up to... up to either GameCube or Wii. Yeah. 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 Because jump, jumping through... Like, like having a more... Um, more like superior console, something like uh, like the like the Wii, actually being the jump jump between those games, that would be really interesting. Obviously, that is a lot more taxing on oh, the online and everything. For sure, yeah. And yeah, no, I, I absolutely want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no. As far as far as everything else goes, it's just the what you expect. The online hasn't seemed to change much on online play. No, it's, yeah, it all works the same. More things have gotten voice chat, like Mario Kart, and that, which is which is great. Yep. Um, Cloud saves, they, they work how you think they would apart from the games they don't support, <laughs> which which is... Actually... I haven't even tried cloud saving yet, honestly. You haven't? No. I'll get around to it. Yeah. I um, The concern that comes was, was, uh, was a concern that I had before where Splatoon, um, the player base is going to die a lot more because of you having to pay for the subscription now. Yeah. Uh, and some people have had problems where they just couldn't find a couldn't find a match mm. don't know what time of day that was they were looking for it but yeah that could be a problem that comes up because of this it'd be upsetting if that's the case <laughs> yeah like and, and I, f- I feel it's a bit rough so they won't with Splatoon especially they won't support cloud saves and they yet they want you to pay to play the game online yeah. I feel like that's a bit rough it is a little bit rough so you don't get the benefits from the online service mm-hmm and they also want you to pay for it. Yeah. I think they should have left Splatoon out of this, to be honest. This iteration of Splatoon. Yeah, yeah. Because, so. like, Mario Kart, you can upload your save, you, now you get voice chat. Okay, you pay $30 a year, you get you get the benefits of the online service. Uh, Splatoon, not Look, so much. It should have just been introduced when the console was launched. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. I, I would understand if they were like, hey, we don't have the Nintendo Classic system ready yet but no they can't launch it without that though that's the incentive that's the we're gonna make you happy <laughs> Microsoft did it for years yeah and they when they when they launched the Switch there was no online game anyway yeah well, I guess they could have done it when Splatoon 2 come out but mm. I yeah. guess so look they're just too slow they eventually got there it's unfortunate and uh, we're never gonna be able to fix that <laughs> and I've already <laughs> I've already I've already discussed it on my thing like um like guys, if if you're if you're not play if you're not paying for it right now, and um, like you want to play Splatoon or whatever, uh, but you're trying to talk with your money, I understand what you're trying to do, but like, you know, obviously, you're not gonna be able to play online. You're not gonna you're you not gonna play the game. Not gonna be able to play online. You're eventually gonna kill a game's player base. You're not talking with your money that this is something they're going to do and you're not going to have much option over it. Yeah. The, be- the best thing you- the best thing you can do is be a paying customer and make <laughs> genuine complaints. 
mm. because no, they're not going to listen to anybody that doesn't that doesn't pay for the service. Yeah, because they just see that as meh. Mm. This is our new model. If you're not a paying customer, then what do we owe you? Yeah, I've seen a lot of people have ordered the uh, wireless NES controls as well. Yeah. Dame PV and Dash, I saw on Twitter, got them, and like Dash put a picture of his uh, like purchase up, and it's a eighty eighty seven ninety five Australian to get them. Obviously, they charge a bit more for shipping, so you're paying say say around up to ninety dollars. You're paying ninety dollars for these controllers, mm-hmm. whereas the NES Classic is a hundred dollars in Australia, so it's. <laughs> Ten dollars more, you get the NES Classic, which you know is a is a proper product with yeah, yeah. a lot like, a lot to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I own both those mini consoles, and like it's just it's far too expensive. But people people obviously want them and they'll buy them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I guess it's just the way it's going to be. It's the way it's going to be. Now I hope they enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Bryce. Let's uh, let's end the show there, hey? Yeah. Let's let's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this has been episode 64 of The House of Mario. We're a part of the 8 Big Collective. 10 uh, podcasts and 22 podcasters come together to put good podcasts or excellent podcasts in your ears. Excellente! Ex- excellent. Bellissima! Very nice. Yeah. Bryce, where can they find you on the Twitter? IV Raven. You can find me at iDruby and you can find the show at The House of Mario. <sighs> and if you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave us a follow on SoundCloud. (laughs) Uh, Nintendo Jukebox this week is... God, you think I'll be organised, wouldn't you, Bryce? You are organised. You got the link up. You just didn't have it open, mate. It's a remix from the Shantae series uh, called We Love Burning Town and it's by Tony Lees. I love me some Shantae music. Yeah, it's good. I love me some Shantae games. Yeah, no, they're fun. They're really good games. They're really good games. If you've never played a Shantae game, there's two. I'm pretty. There's two of them on the eShop, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Pirates Curse and Half Genie. I believe so. Yeah, and both of them are great, great games. When did both you play them. the first one? Was it the Game Boy Color one or? <sighs> no, I um. Mine be mine be like the, like the actual like the modern one. The first modern one they put out was the first one I played. Yeah. The first modern one they put out. Um, but like I've 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 gone and played. Every Shantae game they've released, well, they've put out since. Yep. Um, and I mean, Pirates Curse, uh, Pirates Curse is the more fleshed out Shantae, general Shantae experience. But if you're looking for something that's not so pixely and you like like a hand drawn art style game, um, Half Genie Hero kind of looks like Wonder Boy in that regards. Yeah, it's really like pretty. Wonder Boy in the Dragon's Trap. It's yeah. nice and handly hand drawn and. Handly drawn, handly drawn, <laughs> and it um it's it's like a real neat game. So you know what, yeah, a- accompany with the music if you if you want to play a platformer. Shantae, Shantae. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.